Back to Mississippi. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. It is hour number three. But uh, this is a whole new show right here. We're going to take everything we did the first two hours. We're going to put it in a box, and that'll be available on the podcast here shortly. This is our Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe with Whole Story Health. And uh, we're going to chop it up and talk about how healthy we ate for the Super Bowl and uh, whatever else Miss Allison has on the agenda for today. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. If you guys have any questions for Allison as we get this train going down the tracks, the phone line is 601-879-0002. And sure to appreciate you guys, uh, all your calls and texts the last couple of weeks as we've been doing this show. It makes doing it easier when we know you're engaged and listening. Also, the text line, the Guns and Gear text line is 769-241-1944. Allison, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How was your Super Bowl Sunday? Um, I kind of forgot that the Super Bowl was going on. <laughs> but it was a wonderful Sunday. We had just a relaxing day, did some meal prep, and visited with some friends. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we talked about healthy Super Bowl recipes. Uh-huh. So what I did was just cut it just it's a classic it's a go-to and that's just uh smoked chicken wings. Yeah. Seasoned it with some Jonesy Q ecstasy rubs that are all all natural no uh, no added no sugar no no carbs none of that stuff. I mean just healthy healthy stuff and uh man they were phenomenal. Yeah. Did, you know then gave people the option of putting some wing sauce on them if they wanted it. I mean now I dabbled into some other things when we got to the party we were going to some cheese dip and stuff and all that. <clears throat> and I was talking, I was telling my friends, I was like, you know, so I've been doing really good. I said, train will come off the tracks a little today. Actually, it came off the track Saturday a little too. But I said, this is the last Super Bowl, kind of like the last big party event, you know, yeah. where, where you, you know, big gathering type thing. Right. Uh, for a while, you know, and you, you can kind of, you can kind of focus now a little bit for a good extended amount of time going into the summer. Without a, a lot of get-togethers and whatnot. And I know there's crawfish bowls and we're getting into the spring and all that stuff. But as far as those pen, those party get-together type events, would it be Labor Day or Memorial Day would be the next one? Or maybe Easter, I guess. But uh, anyway, so be easier to keep the train on the tracks for an extended amount of time here and uh, knock off the rest of this weight I want to knock off. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's... A good point. Just taking some time to focus when you know that you're not going to have a bunch of events and then pre-planning for for events to come, you know, like, okay, well, I know I'll probably enjoy a little bit of this. But even yesterday, you said the train came off the tracks a little bit, but you didn't use that as an excuse to go just absolutely haywire and then wake up this morning and be like, well, I've already blown it and then continue. You know, it's like allowing yourself the freedom and flexibility on occasion, but also just committing, you know, that 80% of the time your goal for nutrition is to pursue health. And it doesn't have to be that we never eat for pleasure because, because like you and I and Mike and I have talked about so many times, you can absolutely enjoy healthy foods look i mean two two mornings in a row saturday and sunday i woke up and ate a quarter of a king cake (laughs) and two mornings in a row i went right back to sleep when the sugar crash happened Uh and that's the difference in eating healthier nowadays and not Mm -hmm. is i used to never get a sugar crash because i would just take in more sugar Mm -hmm. oh i'm starting to feel crappy let me eat a uh, rhesus or yep. what a drink of coke or whatever <clears throat> now my body is resisting that yeah you you understand the signals that it's giving you too you know 
the crash means, okay, well, I already did wrong. So I'm not going to continue that, you know, it's your body punishing you for doing wrong is what it feels like. Well, so that's one thing that I think that it's helped me to realize that it's actually my body doing me a favor. Yes. So I get what you're saying, but understanding that when we have pain uh, or or feel bad, that is our bodies communicating that something isn't right. And it is a survival mechanism. So our body is always working to keep us alive. So um, you don't feel well, so it feels like a punishment, but it's actually a gift in, in that you're, you're able to distinguish now what your body is telling you. Now, it is. It's interesting. And I, and I brought it up a couple of times over the weekend about that very thing that I'm telling you about, the, the, the crash after I eat something that I ain't supposed to eat, it's like, well, that is my body sending me a signal. You probably don't need to do that. Yeah. And yeah. It's, and, and after eating clean or for an extended amount of time, you really start realizing just how bad you work. Because if you can eat all that and you don't have that crash, remember, my friends, you're not eating. You're, you're taking in way too much junk if that's the constant feeling. If you don't feel the bad after eating bad. Or what I hear 99.9% of the time is that people just feel like that all day. You know, it's it and the crash the, yeah, they yeah. just feel chronic fatigue is the most common symptom in the women that I talk to. And most of them are dealing with some sort of blood sugar dysregulation. And so it's just, or, or um, I'd say the most common times of these crashes are after lunch and mid afternoon. People just feel like I can't even keep my eyes open at my desk. Yeah. Now, look, the, the, the after lunch crash is absolutely real. And I'm going to tell you, regardless of your thoughts on intermittent fasting or, you know, or not, I'm going to tell you, if you can get through that first week of it, three days to a week or so, the, the not being tired in the afternoon. I'd rather be hungry than tired. Amen. I mean, honestly, I'd rather be hungry than tired because I'm, 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 I can still get more done. Yeah. And you, when I, I can work away hungry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know we've we've kind of been conditioned to fear hunger like it's a bad thing but it's not necessarily a bad thing um and and to be honest um when we're not in a healthy state so there are two hormones that are associated with hunger and satiation so ghrelin um i think of like grr ghrelin that's our hunger hormone and that can get really out of whack and then leptin is our satiation hormone and that can get really out of whack um the more resistant to insulin you are the more resistant to leptin you are so that means that you're feeling hungry when your body does not actually need more nutrients on board. Um, so this is, you know, there's a very fine line and you really need to investigate um, your mental um, health around food and your relationship with food because I often see women especially take things like fasting too far, but it is okay to be hungry if you are adequately fueling yourself when you are. Um, and another way to avoid that afternoon crash is, you know, eat, stick to meat and vegetables and healthy fats. I, when I, when I eat um, tell, a healthy lunch, I never have a crash in the afternoon. Tell people what a healthy fat is. Healthy fat. So that's something that I want to get into, actually. Um, so healthy fats are, you know, fats that, that come on the meat that you're eating. Whole food fat. Yes. So, um, and again, 
protein has been demonized in these studies that show the blue zones. Blue zones are where people live, you know, upwards of between 100 and 125 years. Um, they, they say that they don't eat as much meat, but they're eating um, more marine life, more um, sea In your Mediterranean protein. areas mm-hmm. and stuff of that nature. But also quality of meat matters. I am such an advocate for protein. I think, you know, protein um, helps us maintain muscle mass, which we start to lose drastically, you know, from 40 on. Um, and we want to maintain muscle so that we can um, – not be at high risk for falls. And, you know, as we age, it's just important. Um, but the quality of protein matters. So quality protein, the fat that comes on that, that's, that's actually really good for you. Also, um, extra virgin olive oil, uh, coconut oil, avocado oil, and a good grass fed butter. Um, these are good examples of healthy fats. Where can I get a good grass fed butter from? Kroger. Kroger. Uh, yep. They have vital farms. Um, and then there is Kerry Gold. So those are two grass-fed butters that you can get right there at Kroger. I'm not sure if Walmart carries them. Gotcha. Let's take a call real sure. quick. Hey, caller, you're on the air with Allison Novi and Clay Edwards. How are you? Hey, I'm doing okay. What you want to talk about today? Well, I was mainly, I guess, talking about my career and what I've done here in Jackson, Mississippi. I taught school around here for 36 years and coached for 36 years, and I've recorded 64 songs, got 12 CDs out. I taught karate around here for 50 years, and I live out here on my farm with my cows and horses and Raymond, and I've just done a lot in my little career, and I thought, wow. And to finish it all off, I've written a book, about my life growing up in South Jackson in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and it's doing really well for me. It's a story about me growing up with my family and friends in the days that we can never get back. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to speak to you about, Mr. Edwards. Well, i tell you what, we're, we're doing our health show right now, and I really do appreciate you calling in, and I really do want to talk to you about that. If you would email me, do you do, you do email I out there? I don't have email. I, you know what? I'll tell you what, I'm I got old. your... I got your number on the caller ID here. I'm going to write it down, and I'll give you a call when I get off the air, and uh, maybe we can get together and talk. All right. Thank you, sir. Have Pre- a good day. Appreciate you, All brother. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, we appreciate them, no matter how they come in, and uh, that's a conversation that is right in my wheelhouse. You, so you tell me, from you from South Jackson wrote a book. You've piqued my interest. And he lives on a farm, and so he's yeah. got uh, access to quality foods. He does. Hey, okay, we've got to take a break here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can wrap this up in two minutes or less. Maybe. To- <laughs> and, and, and if you need to go over a minute or two, that's fine too. I Starlington Farms, one of our sponsors. Yeah, quality grass fed, grass finished beef, no hormones. Tell people the difference, not just taste wise. That 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 that's, is what it is. Tell people the health benefit difference in a grocery store grain finished or grain fed meat versus getting something like a Stonington Farm. Grass fed, grass finished, locally sourced beef. What what are some of the immediate benefits? Top two or three reasons people should do that. Oh my goodness, there's so many. Well, we have to remember we are 
what our food. We're talking about healthy fats and all that yeah. stuff. You know, I figure we, it ties in. We are what our food eats, right? So uh, a lot of us are avoiding grains, um, but if our food if our food is eating grains, then we're still we still have exposures to the chemicals that were put on that on those grains, as well as maybe some gluten things of that nature. Also, um, a lot of uh, cattle farmers. Um, they feed their cows candy trash. So factories that make candy, um, and they have all these conveyor belts with this candy. They have a lot of spillage on the floor, and they'll take that spillage because they can't sell it, obviously, for humans to eat, but they'll give that to um, cattle farmers to fatten their cows up. So they'll get that. They'll get used um frying oil from local restaurants. They'll go around and get the, the used oil. Well, that's from the grease traps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these are the worst oils that we could be eating. Again, that's, like, that's like drinking the draft beer at the end of the night when a bar closes out of the suicide jug at the end of the yeah. at the bottom of the keg box. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do that. Why would you eat something that did the the food version of that? Plus, they are adding hormones to help these um, cows mature faster, so that they can um, breed faster. They get bigger. They, you know, pound for pound, they get more for the animal, and so the exposure to these hormones will definitely affect us. And lastly, um, a lot of cows are raised in very stressful environments, right? Because it's like they pack them all in, and they're just—I mean, chickens too—they're just raised. It's very stressful for the animal. They're slaughtered. They're dead is very stressful so Makes i'm not tougher yeah i'm not an i'm not advocating for PETA, but it the, these these stress hormones um you know their their bodies are flooded with it so the quality of meat's not going to be good but again this can cause a reaction with our stress hormones from eating this meat so there's a lot of ways that it can really downgrade your health on the other side same with healthy fats versus bad fats on the other side of things when you're eating um, quality protein that has been raised right fed really quality you know ate off the land um and maybe what about wild game um yeah i mean it's hard to say what's wild now because so many people are feeding their wild game but yeah i mean i'm all for if it's out in nature doing what it's supposed to do before man came in and and uh constructed the environment absolutely yeah all right great stuff let's take a break real quick come back i know you've got some things you want to talk about i took us down a long rabbit hole there i love it got allison noe whole story health hour going on right now i'm clay edwards we'll be right back on 1039 wyab breaking rules when necessary and that's what we're doing right now whole story health hour breaking rules here with allison noe with whole story health uh this segment be brought to you by our friends over at, uh, how about Battlefield Drag Strip, right down there in Collinsville, Mississippi. You're looking for some good, fun, action-packed family fun. Get down there this Friday night. It is a Friday night open test and tune night. they got some big races coming up. Follow them on Facebook. It's in Collinsville. Just a quick 90-minute drive from Jackson to see some world-class drag racing. I mean, great stuff. they got that track hooking, son. I saw some videos of it from the weekend. It, it, it's right if you're into that if you're into that stuff into the car stuff you need to get out and check out the all new and improved battlefield drag strip in collinsville the website battlefielddrag.com for all the calendar of events and uh, again go follow them on facebook at battlefield drag strip make sure you're following the right one there are several others around the country so make sure you're liking the one in collinsville mississippi all right allison 
What uh, what you got on the agenda for us today, Miss Noe? Well, I thought um, I, I did want to visit something <clears throat> before we get into talking about sleep. So my sleep has been garbage lately, and it's it's my fault. I, I want to talk to you about it. that too. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it's so important. And so today, primarily, just cover why sleep is so important um, because you know I, I was having a conversation on the way here, and and there's this whole mentality: oh, well, you can sleep. When you're dead, well, you're going to reach that marker a lot sooner if you don't prioritize <laughs> sleep. Um, but and then um, over the next couple of shows, I want to share uh, some things that can help improve the quality and quantity of your sleep. And um, I mean, mainly want to talk about this to get me back on track because in in the winter I suffer with my sleep because I'm not outside as much. Um, I'm really bad to to try to use artificial light sources in the morning instead of getting outside and getting sunlight exposure because I hate being cold. And until I get to the point where I am now and I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. Can I ask you something real quick about sleep? Yeah. I I had this conversation with one of my guests earlier before we got out, and we got out of our cars down there. He goes, bro, I don't even know. I've been waking up at four o'clock every morning. I said, I've been waking up about three, going to bed around 10, waking up at three. So I started my testosterone replacement therapy Mm -hmm. and I do take Ambien, which I'm trying to get off, trying to quit taking the Ambien, the testosterone, once it really kicks in, it's supposed to really make a big difference in your sleep. Mm -hmm. That's one of their selling points of it anyway. I am sleeping extremely good for that first five hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, that 10 to three is deep REM sleep. I mean, I can sleep through just about anything. Then I wake up and it's kind of in and out of consciousness for two hours for that last two hours till five to get the sixth and seventh hour of sleep. Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong? Well, so and it, is the five hours of deep REM sleep enough? It, it really is case by case. Generally speaking, you do want to get, you know, seven to eight hours of quality sleep, but you're going to, you fluctuate in between the four sleep cycles the whole time. So, um, but you do get the, the deeper sleep on the front end. So it is more common to have that lighter sleep closer to wake up time. Um, and it could be a multitude of things, you know, it could be that you're probably getting here as the sun is rising. So you're not getting that morning sunlight. So I can't emphasize this enough. A good night's sleep starts first thing in the morning. So we need to get that exposure to sunlight. Um, and, and so I've actually qualified something through some research that I've been doing. My mom asked, well, can you wear your eyeglasses? Um, and the answer to that is yes. So looking through a window or a windshield is a no-go. You need to be outside and looking in the direction of the sun. 10 minutes um, in the morning if it's sunny outside like today. Today is a perfect day where 10 minutes is sufficient. If it's cloudy, you want to do 20 minutes. And if it is really cloudy, then you want to do 30. So since our first show together, you brought up the what what rhythm is it called? Uh, circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm mm-hmm. and needing to be out in the sun 10, 15 minutes. Middle of the day, i just been making it a point to get up, walk outside around the car a lot a couple times. Perfect. Get in the sun. Yeah. And just, uh, I don't know if I'm seeing a drastic difference yet, but I'm trying to do a multitude of things at one time yeah. To, yeah. to try to get better sleep. So the the uh, if you can bump that up a little bit, so maybe when you get here in the morning, um, shoot to get here 10 minutes earlier, walk around this parking lot before you come in and get ready for the show. That's going to boost your cortisol and adrenaline, too. The problem is it's still dark when the show starts. Uh, so that, that I mean, I've, I've weighed through all that. And at 645, currently right now, it ain't enough going on out there to okay. to have sun. And then I'm on at 707, so my, I'm just limited. 
Yeah. So um, here's what we have to do because a lot of people are in your situation. So we have to figure out how we can make this work. So um, on on those hard breaks at the end or the beginning of the hour, Mm -hmm. go outside and grab three minutes at a time. Get three three minute increments and you've got nine minutes collected. You know what I like about that, that mentality is that's the no excuses accepted. If you want it bad enough, you'll go out there and you'll find a way to get it. And it's okay to chop it up. I my I have a very all or nothing. I I am working to not have an all or nothing mentality anymore. But it's been something that I've been prey to for most of my life, which has caused me to not do things that I need to do because I couldn't do it all perfectly. And the thing is, life is nuts, and we're never going to be able to do it all perfectly. I, I felt like forever that if I was going to be a Christian, that I couldn't do x and also do y i felt like i had to be all or nothing yeah like like my entire nightclub career i i avoided going to church because i felt like i was a hypocrite going to church because i felt like if i went in it was going to be all or nothing and i couldn't do that then go do this thing here where i served alcohol and sex not sex but just that lifestyle yeah the music and and all that and you say the all or nothing, and I've really had to learn balance in my life. Yeah. To say it does not have to be all or nothing with right. everything you do. It, exactly. Um, and, and I love that you bring that up because it's fun to watch when you just take that leap of faith and go and get involved in ministry and exposure to uh, Christ-minded people. Then you can go into the battlefield of working in a nightclub, and you, you know, the Lord will put things on you. The more you're in the Word, and um, you have exposure to people who have dedicated their lives to studying the Word, and and He'll give you opportunities to minister right there. And you know, there was only one man that has walked this earth sinless. Now, this is not to say that we excuse our sin because Christ died for us, because we show our love for God by, you know, working against sin, but we will, we will fail. And that's where the grace of God comes in. I love, I could talk an hour about that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. Look, man, you don't have to, what I've learned over the last few years, last eight or nine years as I've kind of been reborn is you don't have to walk into the church and go down and give your life the first day and get baptized. Now, if the Lord's talking to you like that and you feel the need, mm-hmm. don't say what Clay said, I shouldn't do it, because absolutely get up and go do it. Yeah. But don't feel like you have to. Yeah. If you need to walk in and sit in the back of the church the first couple of times and work your way to the front, yeah. by all means, do it. I'm a front row dude. I like to sit in the front row. I don't like anybody blocking the message. Yeah, yeah That's how I feel like. The more people who are between me and the pastor, I feel like you're... You're watering down my message. I always sit front row, mainly because nobody else does. I can stretch out. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I, I realize, based on the the amount of people who aren't sitting there, that I am in the minority on that. And that's cool. I mean, hey, just get it how you live. Yeah, and, and I think one of the most powerful things that I've recognized in my walk of health and spirituality is to find that mentor. Men, find a male mentor who's lived on this earth longer than you and be shepherded by him. He's got wisdom that God is going to give you through him. And women, same thing, you know, like one-on-one mentors when it comes to your health, when it comes to your business, when it comes to most certainly your walk with God, you you can't beat that. And and most people who are in a position of power and knowledge of of that or success are willing to share their knowledge with you uh, as long as you're not a, you know, a jerk. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be 
the pastor. You know, it can be the 72-year-old man that you happen to sit next to in church and, and shake hands with every day and or every Sunday, and, and you, you see fruits of the Spirit in his walk. Uh, a lot of times those men love to go grab coffee or a beer, you know, a glass of wine, whatever your, your taste is. But um, there's just so much value in that one-on-one connection. It's good for your health, too. <laughs> but um, and, and seeking wisdom from people who have uh, been there, done that. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's good stuff. All right, let's take a break real quick, come back, and let's talk about sleep. That's what we're doing, right? Sleep? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I like it. We're all over the place with this health stuff, and uh, that's what's fun about it. We don't have to stick to Absolutely. a script. This is the Whole Story Health Hour with Allison Noe and Clay Edwards. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show slash Whole Story Health Hour with myself, Clay Edwards and Miss Allison Noe with Whole Story Health. Uh, Allison, let's bring a little uh, let's bring a little off air conversation to conversation here. Uh, <clears throat> we're talking about. I, I don't want to go down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole and, and drag you into that, but we're talking about uh, the the Earth and the population, and it just really feels like they're doing all they can to thin the herd a little bit with the shot. And people being forced to take this shot, and it now being added to the uh, the seventy third shot required vaccine for for children now. Yeah, before it was added to the children's regimen, there were seventy two, and so now it's seventy three. You know, and if you believe in conspiracy theories, which <clears throat> I do, uh, it's all about depopulation and thinning the herd a little bit, so the the planet can heal from uh, the human experience. Some, if you believe all that stuff, and you know. I, it feels like the, the, these evil people who are doing this, they can't live long enough to see the fruits of their labor. And I, I just don't understand it because it goes back to, and I say all that to say this here. We were talking about two families basically owning all the, 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 the school, the, the education industry, the food industry, and the medical industry. Mm-hmm. And you talked about regenerative farming and the, all the different ways of things you can do. And you made the comment, why well, I brought this to air was you made the comment, it seems like the very people who are against the shot are also now the very people who are trying to figure out the most uh, environmentally friendly ways for farming and eating and our, and for our food. And, boy, you see, I mean, like in Mississippi, you can't even buy fresh milk directly from the farm. Virgin, what's it called? Uh, raw milk mm-hmm. for your cow. Yep. You know, I mean, that should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. That should tell you all you need to know. It is all about full control of us and what we put in our bodies. I mean, if they really cared about our health, like this shot is supposed to, you're doing your part, you're doing your part, you got to flatten the curve. Why don't we flatten the curve for all these obese people? Yeah. You know, why don't we say, okay, if we're really concerned about my health, why do you allow fast food restaurants to advertise? They kill more people than cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes can't advertise if you're really concerned about our health. And, and that's just it. I mean, I think COVID woke a lot of people up, but we've got to, you have to take your blinders off and understand that the government and the overall medical establishment is not in it for the good and the health of our planet and people. And that's not to say that doctors have ill intention. I think a lot of them have been, that it's their training. They are trained in medicine. Praise God for them when we have an acute emergency, right? Emergency medicine, we wouldn't, we need them. But in order to sustain health, we absolutely do not. And the best way to sustain longevity, 
health is to live a life where you can avoid pharmaceutical intervention or medical intervention. Um, yeah, if you look at the people who are not interested in getting these shots, they are the ones pushing for things like regenerative farming and um, more sustainability for our environment because that that benefits human life. Somebody just texted in and said, it's a 73rd shot for what? So there is a required list of vaccinations that children have to have um, in order to be eligible to go to school or daycare. And the total before the COVID vaccine was 72 required vaccinations. And I saw over the weekend that now uh, the COVID vaccine has been added to that. Is that from Mississippi or nationally? That's Mississippi. I was going to say Mississippi has the highest, most required. We can get Mary Jo Perry on here sometimes with Mississippi Parents for Vaccine Rights. Um, <clears throat> Mississippi does have the most required of all. And uh, I thought they were down there fighting this at the Capitol. Uh, I, th- I guess we lost. There there are. Um, uh, the Okay, so what I saw this weekend was on a national level as far as the COVID vaccine being added to the children's regimen. So there may still be some legislation that is being pushed uh, uh, or fought here in Mississippi. Okay. Um, but it's something to keep and your we'll, eyes we'll, on. We'll lose that because they, they – they bow down to big pharma down there mm-hmm. at the Capitol. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and so, I mean, you know, it's it's so frustrating because th- while they're doing this, and then people are saying, "Well, you know what? Then I'll homeschool my kids." They're making it harder to do that, you know. And it's like, to me, I don't understand it. Like, like you said, we won't see that these people that are pushing all these things. It's it's hard to understand why, other than follow the money that's a hundred year plan for uh, cultural marxism as jameson haygood uh talks about a good bit they the, the the people are so evil and so driven by their ideologues that th- they don't care if they see it in their lifetime yeah. they want to lead they, they want the earth to be a worse place yeah at some point yeah. they're, they're driven by that all right we it, can go way down this rabbit hole well and just i mean people just look at agendas okay mm-hmm. um some of my favorite Met or health professionals um, in the in the functional and naturopath space, guess what they're pushing? Fasting. Guess how much money they make off of that? Zero dollars. Yeah. Why are they pushing it? Because it benefits the people that they are teaching this to. Oh, I've seen where a sudden rash of stories have come out about uh, how intermittent fasting doesn't help you lose any weight. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, it's like, and I've watched these YouTube these diet YouTube people that I follow. Uh, these uh, carnivore YouTube people that uh-huh. have pushed all this stuff saying we were wrong. What we didn't know. I was like, no, it works. Yeah. It, 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 you, they, these studies have now been paid for by certain industries right. f- to say it don't work. These are the same people that told us cigarettes weren't addictive. Yeah. And nicotine wasn't, wasn't, wasn't bad for you. Yeah. That, okay. So it, there, there is some, there are some variables when it comes to fasting, but when you're looking at a preventative, um, you know, preventing cancer and a lot of other, even autoimmune stuff, it can be used as a treatment for that. So, um, and that was just one example, you know, teaching people the quality of whole foods and staying away from these horrific seed oils. Um, there's not money to be made in that, but that 
follow Dr. Huberman. I can't stress that enough because his goal in life, he works for Stanford um, and, and conducts a lot of research, but he researches a lot of research. And his goal is to put out free information for people to live well longer. Um, he has no agenda. There's no money agenda that he has. And so it, it's difficult. I mean, that's why I'm so um, grateful for the opportunity for us to have this show and talk about this because, you know, the the general public, they are, how do you decide which study has been, you know, backed for by some big company that has financial gains, you know, so it's, it's difficult. I get why people struggle. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, but if you've done something and it's, you've experienced success through it, and then you read, especially with the ability of hindsight, having had success doing something. And then you read a study that's come out and they say that this doesn't work. You're like, well, hold on. I know for a fact for me, mm-hmm. it worked. Yeah. I was talking outside when I got here about losing weight. And I said, you know, I said, I've got about 25 pounds to go to get to where I really want to be. I was like, but I also have the experience and knowledge to know that as soon as I carb, go carb free and, and or less than 20 to 30 carbs a day and intermittent fast, that it's like a supercharger for fat burning. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll drop the weight in, I could say, less than six weeks. Yeah. And, and so I'm just kind of like, now the Super Bowl's over, I can focus on that. And then you see these studies come out where they say, no, it doesn't work. I'm like, but it does. If, so I lose, they lose all credibility. If it is working for you, N of one, if you are working on your health and you are an N of one, you are your most important study participant. And if something is working for you, then you have to learn to drown out the noise and know that things may work for you for a while, but our bodies are biologically wired to adapt Right. And so then you may have to switch methods because your body will adapt to something and it will become less efficient because our bodies are always trying to um, do things in the most energy efficient way. Right. So if something that has been working for you all of a sudden stops, it could be age, it could be hormones, it could be because your body is adapt. So then you can try something else. But if something is working for the love of God, don't stop it because, you know, some big headline for sure. For sure. No, uh, no doubt. All right. Uh, and we get to all that back into sleep, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, the crap in, crap out, you know, and, and it, the, the worse you eat, uh, the worse your sleep's going to be. But <clears throat> let's talk. Let's talk about the sleep thing for a minute. Yeah. What did you want? Did you have anything in particular you wanted to hit on sleep? Well, so, yeah, today I, I just want to talk a little bit about why it's so important. So um, we live in this hustle culture where we think, you know, we just don't, it, it's fine. Like I, I have to get stuff done. Play, uh, play sick, work sick, uh, sleep when you die. Yeah. Yeah. Grind, no grind, no shine. Yeah. You know, last man standing, first one in, last one out. Mm-hmm. It will absolutely plummet your reproductive hormones. So men, this is about the only way you can get a otherwise healthy man to pay attention is your testosterone levels will drop uh, at radical rates if you're not sleeping. Um, and another thing that is so important, so um, Alzheimer's and dementia 
has become so prevalent now they are calling it type 3 diabetes uh the the rates of alzheimer's and dementia ha- have they have gone up exponentially and while blood sugar and brain sugar is a that's a huge factor so is lack of sleep you know we're staying up on our phones all night where you know our circadian rhythms are all thrown off when we sleep this is an opportunity to clear out all the metabolic waste that accrues in our brain throughout the day. So during the day, we're thinking all these thoughts, our brain is really active. And so we accrue a lot of waste. Um, same within our body. So we have the lymph system in the rest of our body to flush all that out, right? Well, in the brain, it's the lymphatic system. That happens when we sleep. So think of our sleep as this dishwasher opportunity for our brain. So when we go in and out of these deep uh, sleep cycles and REM cycles, your brain is flushing out all that metabolic waste. If we're not giving our um, our brain enough time in those deep sleep cycles, we're not getting that good thorough rinse, right? So this will start that buildup of that amyloid plaque that causes Alzheimer's and dementia. It can really junk your brain up. It's why a lot of people have intense brain fog. You know, there's this joke that like after 30, you'll walk into a room and forget why you're there. That has nothing to do with your age and everything to do with your lifestyle. So the first thing people, the one thing people could do today to start sleeping better tonight is walk out and get some sunlight. Get you some sunlight. Yes. That's number one. All right. Yeah. Let's take a break. Come back. Land the plane for the day. Got Allison Noe in studio, Whole Story Health Hour, and she's also with Whole Story Health. We'll be right back on WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show slash Whole Story Health Hour with Miss Allison Noe. Allison, real quick before we go any further, you said you have a uh, a, a deal coming up, a seminar coming up or something? Yeah, I have a uh, women's hormone and metabolic reset masterclass, if you will. So it's going to be through Zoom. Um, and I believe we've posted the link to sign up in the Facebook group that we created for the radio show. So y'all make sure to, to join the, the Facebook group and check it out there, or you can find it on any of my social medias. Um, and it's only $49. You will get a ton of information, ladies, on some lifestyle interventions that will help you reset your uh, metabolic and hormonal health. And actually, if you, um, depending on if you sign up through Instagram or Facebook, you just enter in Instagram or Facebook and you'll get $20 off. So that gives you the whole masterclass for $29. How do they find you on Instagram and Facebook? Um, uh, Instagram, it's Allison Health Coach Noe and Facebook, it's um, Whole Story Health or uh, our radio show page or Allison Lee Noe. Noe's N-O-O-E. And the Facebook group is Whole Story Health Hour? Yeah, the Whole Story Health Hour. The Whole Story. Got, uh, the, got the on the front? Uh, no, I don't think okay, it Okay, so Whole Story Health Hour. Yeah. All right, guys. Great three hours today. Allison, great show. Um, you know, Next week, i got a special request. I would like your thoughts and opinions, and I, think I, I don't think you're a fan, but I'd like your thoughts and opinions on the testosterone replacement stuff. Okay. And kind of what you think about it, and uh, for, for women also. Um, I see, I see a, a surge in that, and I, I'm, an, I'm a fan. Uh, but of course, would much rather natural ways to do mm-hmm. it. But when you you tend to plateau as you get in your mid 40s, 
Uh, so like your thoughts and opinions on that. Well, take a little while to think about it, do your research and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, and I'll tell you, we'll, we'll have uh, Kim Strong on. I'm not opposed, especially to bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into that at some point. I did a show about it the other day. It did, did very well. There's a lot of people wanting to know more about it. Yeah. And I thought you'd be our go-to, especially for the female side of it. All right. This is McClay Edwards uh, and Allison Owey, and I will see you guys tomorrow right here, same time, same place, 7 to 10 a.m. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.